Linda Pinizzato. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Hello there, you're listening to Linda Pinizzato at The Condo Expert, and we're so delighted because we have Josh Twintarney here, and he is the Director of Operations for Plug and Drive. And, you know, just what Condo Expert is all about is providing information and information awareness out there, and not only just to the condo owners and condo tenants, but also to the general marketplace. So learning about electric vehicles and the charging of electric vehicles. And, you know, Josh, I have to tell you, it's I'm so thrilled to have you on this show because knowing that you're involved in a tr- non-profit entity, I think is fantastic. Because, you know, those are the signs. Like, this isn't about trying to, you know, it's a pr- about trying to get information and not always about, you know, the bottom line and, and nailing people for profits. And, you know, that's where... I think information awareness is so important so that these boards and everybody out there, the general public, makes the right decisions, informative. Yeah, definitely. So you were talking earlier about how how to go about getting this implemented in a condo building. So would the first approach be that a, a condo board member or property manager would, say, contact you, to your uh, plug-in drive, or what, what would they do? Yeah, we, we go to events across the, the province, more than 100 events a year. We're happy to talk with people about yeah. everything to do yeah. with electric vehicles. Our website is always available at plugandrive.ca. But for specifically for condos, if an owner or a manager or board member is interested, there's really five steps that they can take that can simplify this. The first would be to contact the other residents in your building and see if there's interest beyond just you or your friends in terms of having an electric vehicle. Because if you know that five in the next year would like to buy one, that can help you plan and get that capital investment out of the way early. The second one would be to t- contact a local electrical contractor who can help estimate the installation costs and check that you have enough electrical capacity in your building, which sometimes can be an issue in older buildings. The third would be to contact your local utility company, whether that's Enersource in Mississauga or Toronto Hydro. There's lots out there. There's more than 80 utility companies, but they're happy to help you find solutions to these charging problems, rather, both in homes and condos. Uh, Finally, you need to look at the different installation options, whether it makes sense to have it at a visitor's parking location or whether each individual owner should Mm -hmm. have a charging station. And that comes down to configuration of the building and logistics. Well, I looked on, you know what, I looked on your website and it's awesome. There's, there's actually a page on it that people can go to and it's, it says charge my car. How simple is that? <laughs> and, uh, you know, surprisingly enough, I mean, I was expecting it to be a big, huge contraption, but yeah. it's not. It's, uh, it actually is, is very simplified. I'm looking at it right now on my screen. So it, it doesn't take a lot of space and it doesn't look complicated. No, it doesn't take up a lot of space. It's, uh, it, the ones that w- mount on the wall yeah. for a condo maybe look like the size of a toaster that you would just mount on the wall. And then there's two arms, two cables with plugs that reach out. Some of them can charge one vehicle at a time. Some can charge two at the same time. Mm-hmm. The time it takes to charge the vehicle depends on each 
vehicle's battery size. Mm -hmm. So some smaller cars, like a plug-in hybrid, like the Toyota plug-in Prius or the Chevy Volt, has a much smaller battery than the Tesla Model S or the the Nissan Leaf. So it takes uh, less time to charge. So also, depending on what kind of cars you have in your building, you may get away with one or two chargers for five, six, seven, eight cars at a time. It just depends on when people need to charge and which cars they have. And so every, all of these, um, so this is interesting because all of these chargers and basically, as you mentioned, you'd have an electrical contractor come in. They'd have to tie into the main electrical pole coming in through the hydro lines. And uh, I guess what they would do then is you'd have it monitored somehow or, or like you said earlier, somebody would have like a charge card type of a, so that they, they put it in and that would actually... What is the charge? What would be a charge to charge one car, for uh, instance? Typically for a year, uh, it might be $350 in electricity to drive 20,000 kilometers. That would be in a fully electric car. That's what you'd be looking at. And that's our, our key message that people wow. can save <laughs> up to $2,000 a year just by switching to an electric car and reduce their carbon emissions by 90%. So, so tell me something, okay? In time, and I know that this will happen, is I would imagine that these charging stations will be available maybe even at gas stations and wherever else. Because I think people sometimes have a fear that what if they're out and about and, uh, you know, people get busy. They've got hell. I mean, they've got to get on their Facebooks and their LinkedIn's and social media and then they're working and, you know, and if they're in school or whatever the case may be, I mean, everyone's got so little time. And, uh, so if they're out and about and they forgot to charge the car, what would they do? Well, that's every electric vehicle driver's nightmare. And I'm it glad is. you brought it up. That's the range anxiety that you hear mentioned every once in a while. And what we're doing is we've mapped all the charging stations in Canada. And that's available on our website as well as on an app that you can get onto your phone so that you're driving. You know that you can stop at the Tim Hortons or the other generic coffee place that has recently installed a charging station. And then you can plan your trip that way. We don't anticipate gas stations necessarily being the model that you would stop at. Because if you're going to charge your car for, say, half an hour or an hour, maybe you want to go have dinner or go see a movie. And those are kind of the engagement attraction places that you see installing charging stations right now, restaurants, shopping malls, places that want to uh, grab your attention and kind of get you to charge your car, but then spend a little bit of money at the same time. What a great way to bring in the market. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if Food shopping places, I mean, everyday convenience uh, locations that people have to go to. Yeah. Universities, right. a few hospitals have been interested. Just It's all about getting some chargers out there because the more charging stations people see, the easier it is to adopt the car. So why wouldn't hydro maybe put together some kind of a benefit as far as reduced fees on the hydroelectricity, considering that the volume that could potentially be used in this would really increase their profits? That's a fantastic question. Uh, we, we are supported by the electricity sector. Plug and Drive actually began as a project from Ontario Power Generation. The Power Workers Union is one of our sponsors, as is uh, TD Bank and the mm -hmm. Ministry of Transportation. And as I mentioned, we work very closely with Ontario's utility sector. Of course, they, they do want people to adopt electric cars because it is a revenue-generating source for them. It gets a little complicated because the Ontario Energy Board does not allow them to get into the installation of charging stations. So their ability to incent drivers is a little limited right now. But luckily, the province offers up to $1,000 off the installation of a charging station for owners of electric cars. So if a condo owner were to buy an electric car and mm -hmm. have a charging station installed in their building, they would 
be qualified for up to $1,000 off the charging station, mm-hmm. as well as up to $8,500 off the car, which has a, another incentive. Wow. So that could really save a lot of money uh, over the course of the year, not just you know when they're purchasing the car, the usage of the car, recharging the car. Okay, so I'm looking at, I'm thinking of uh, parking spots in buildings, you know, like a lot of condo buildings, uh, you know, some people are fortunate and of course they have the open space to get in, but then they have a wall at the back of them. And then of course they'd have the availability to be able to put the charging station on that wall. But then again, you've got other parking spots which won't be as lucky because, uh, you know, especially in buildings, you see, it's an interesting thing. There's there's two ways that, and this will help you to kind of with your pro, with your whole um, project here, is that there's two ways in condominiums. One is that a building could have potentially exclusive use on the parking. Okay, now that means that they don't own the parking spot. So if they don't own the parking spot and and the building condo declaration basically just says, okay, fine, spot 15 is exclusive to unit uh, 220. So that means that because it's exclusive use, that directly would be a a board decision to turn around. I mean, either way, it's always going to be board decisions. But the bottom line is on an exclusive use parking space, it, it kind of monitors a little bit differently because there's only, there's no ownership value on there. Now, so if somebody went to resell their unit, if they had a parking space that was owned and deeded, Okay, and I'm going to bring my real estate side into the picture uh, because, you know, I've been a realtor for over 30 years here. So there's got to be some value in the fact that you do have an electric charging station now in your spot, especially if money was paid out on it. So if somebody has that station and then they do, uh, they're fortunate enough to have a parking spot, which is deeded because they paid thirty-five, dollars $50,000 for this parking spot, I guess the question is going to be is, is there a value for the charging station being there? Certainly for someone that wants to buy, but it's another entity looking at values of condominiums because, you know, condominiums are not cheap anymore. They're quite expensive. And uh, so if you are saving money on your vehicle and driving your vehicle and, and getting involved in electric cars, you actually could gain value on your parking space down the road, depending on, you know, how, well, I'm sure that this is going to really hit the market once people find out more about it. Yeah, no, uh, that's some interesting points. And I was just taking some notes. So I'm right. Happy to be <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because it, it's always about, you know, it's always information awareness, as I said earlier, because, you know, you're giving us, myself and our whole audience, all this information about electric cars and looking at the best ways to proceed in the condo market. You know, certainly, especially people that have really high maintenance fees, if they can save money on their vehicle and particularly people that live in downtown Toronto, where, you know, a lot of people don't use their vehicle every single day. So they pay, you know, their insurance and uh, they've got the vehicle parked downstairs. And, you know, that alternative to have savings all the way around is actually really beneficial. So, so tell me, okay, if we had to do a bit of an estimate, maybe we'll, what we'll do is we'll come back on that subject. A little bit of an estimate of what a potential cost of an installation would be. Just some ballpark of some sort. So audience, please hang tight because you're getting a ton of information today from Josh Twintarney, who's the Director of Operations for Plug and Drive, which is actually a nonprofit, and uh, I'm really impressed to have them here. So hang tight, and we'll be right back then. Oh, my computer crashed. Oh, no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way, no internet connection. Do you need help? 
Call IT Mayday, 647-977-7113, itmayday.com. And thank you so much for joining me. You know, today has been just a fascinating time of learning so much of what's going on out there. And that's what the condo expert is all about. I'll hit so many different issues. You'll notice them on iTunes and on podcast. Reporting here from the Hayes FN, you have been listening to Linda Pinizzato of the Condo Expert. Now, also remember, register yourself. If you're a condo owner or a condo buyer, register at www.coaontario.com. And also, if you've got questions, whether they're real estate related or condominium or property values, this and that, you know, I wouldn't have the uh, information I have had I not had the experience that I've received. And I certainly wouldn't have been able to start the Condo Owners Association without having this kind of a background. So contact me at Linda Pinizzato, P-I-N-I-Z-Z-O-T-T-O at C-O-A-Ontario.com or Linda at lindapanizzato.com. Until the next time, have a fantastic day and thank you so much for tuning in. Linda Pinizzato, whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416 416- Five six one seven three seven three, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com.